steady jockin' cause they know I'm the truth. Material girl. And I get it from my mammy bar main bust down. These hoes can't stand me. Material girl. Currently working on a Grammy meanwhile. Pussy poppin' with your man in Miami. Material girl. Chanel's and pearls, that's the trick that it takes to keep the grudge. Hey guys, welcome back. Hey guys. Happy Women's History Month and happy almost one year to us. When you guys are listening to this, it'll be the 16th and the 17th. We'll make one year of But Go Off Sis the podcast. I can't believe it's already a year. Right. Get on this. I feel like we just started <laughs> this podcast and, you know, we did our thing. I will give us that credit. Right. Because I definitely got to a point that I was like, yeah, Sage, I'm really, I'm good. <laughs> I would have been so sad. <laughs> I would have been so sad. But it's definitely something that I think we both wanted to do for a long time. And I didn't expect that I would be starting a podcast in 2021. That was definitely not on my list of things that I was planning on doing. And I just love that it happened like so spur of the moment. And we just said, okay, let's let's do it. Yeah. You know, that actually was on my list for 2021, but I had a more like a different mm-hmm. structure and different view. It was gauged more towards mental health mm-hmm. um, and therapy. Whereas I'm like, I'm glad it wasn't just that because people be getting tired of talking. Well, I get tired of talking about therapy Yeah, because I already have to be a therapist and then I go to my therapist and then I talk about mental health in other capacities where I'm not a therapist so talking about mental health on a podcast all the time 24-7 would have been a lot yeah I think the balance is like what makes our podcast so relatable because we also touch on like so many different things not only in terms of like mental health but like our views on like growing up and our experiences like I think that also is like what people look forward to and I think it's worth talking about yeah especially if you got to deal with Haitians right <laughs> right <laughs> specifically Stanford Haitians or you know like just in general just adulting like adulting yeah. is very interesting and I think it's nice to all like it sparks conversation on like what we're all going through as young adults trying to figure out in life true i think i'm gonna attempt for this year to leave the word ghetto alone because i just yelled (laughs) nah i just yelled at my students the other day because they were saying yeah like miss she's ghetto i was like what's ghetto a ghetto is a place that they put people um jewish people specifically originally Mm -hmm. after the holocaust when they migrated and they were like all right if you want to get technical you don't use the word ghetto i was like yeah i do but that's not the point so <laughs> I think that I'm trying to transition out of calling adulthood ghetto, mm-hmm. but I ain't find a new word yet. So if you guys have a new word for me, just go ahead and, you know, write it down in the comments or just message me and be like, hey, Ness, Vanessa. Well, if you don't know me, don't call me Ness. You know what? In one year, <laughs> in one year, I have found that a lot of people have call- started calling me Ness, and I'm just like, oh, hi. I do see that now, too. So many people. But it's also because of LB. I want to say it's also because, like, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's a mixture of both of them. And I just be looking, I'll be like, oh, hi, my name is Vanessa. Yeah. They're like, oh, do yeah. you have a nickname? No. 
That's like Sage too, because I mean, some people call me Sageine, but I still call you Sageine. Yeah, certain people call me Sage, and I'd be like, boring. <laughs> I'm like, I know that's my nickname, but I'm not used to like being called that, like over Sageine. It's because it's not your nickname, guys. Ness is not my nickname. Like, it's a nickname that has come. Actually, no, Sageine called me calls me Ness. Um, and then my trainer calls me Ness and the people at the gym, but it hasn't been my nickname. My nickname, am I actually going to share that? Yeah. Uh, I guess. So the Haitians, <laughs> for the Haitians, it's usually Va, 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 or my family and close family will call me Boo Boo. Um, and then like really, really close family, there are people that have known me like forever will call me Vane. Mm-hmm. So Ness has never been on the list. And it's like this one whole year has just gotten people into the habit. I'm like, oh, I guess I kind of, it's all right now. Ness is your new refined chapter. (laughs) It's It's my adulthood nickname. (laughs) Sage is my adulthoodness. That's the adulting nickname. (laughs) But yeah, it's definitely interesting how, I don't know, I think people approach you differently when you like, are on these type of platforms they think you're a little more like open so i feel like there's like a sense of comfortability i would guess yeah but yeah i definitely didn't think we would be like already approaching one year and i'm just glad that we did it and did something different and i just think that it just gives us both like a platform to like say what we want to say and I think that's great and I think that it's nice to be received by other people who like resonate with what you talk about and have interests so that's very nice too yeah I think that was only my question for Mm -hmm. you was like what's your favorite part but I feel like that's my favorite Mm -hmm. part because initially I was like well I just want to talk like Mm -hmm. I like to talk well (laughs) if you don't really know me then you'll think that I'm kind of either like just very What's the word? Hmm. I've gotten a lot of words. Standoffish or like bougie. I say standoffish. Yeah. yeah. I've gotten standoffish or bougie if you don't really know me. But if we're cool and you know me, you're literally going to think that I'm a goof and I talk too much and probably be telling me to shut up on a regular yeah. basis. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to just talk. And like if it's a good conversation, especially. Yeah. So I feel like for me, my favorite part is actually having people receive it. Because initially having the podcast, I was just like, uh, I really don't care. Like. If you listen, you listen. If you don't, that's cool too. I just want, I enjoy talking and having conversations. Yeah. I would definitely say like that's the best part. Like being able to connect with people and I don't know, like I've definitely been one of those people. I just like connecting with people based off of like just talking and I think like having the opportunity to do that is very nice, especially when we talk about like certain things that like maybe you're not as willing to talk to with like your everyday to day friend or like maybe it's just not a topic that comes up like you have a chance to talk about it yeah yeah. that's true yeah what's something that you are looking forward to um i am looking forward to the possible you know expansion of our podcast and seeing as how it goes and just seeing you know, where we grow with it and like potentially having more people come on in different episodes and maybe getting like a event going where we can kind of 
bring our listeners together and interact with them more now that COVID is hopefully done. Hmm. Um, World War Three coming. Yeah, and I feel like the good thing about our podcast is like we have autonomy over kind how of things. Yeah, yeah, how it goes. So we can kind of make it whatever we want. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think having guests, mm-hmm. um, I think we were very intentional, even though at times we did try to have people on mm-hmm. this year, but I think we were intentional about just starting off with just us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited to have guests because mm-hmm. I know a few of the people that we want to have on are going to go back and forth with me. And guys, if you didn't know already, I enjoy going back and forth. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think that's going to be a good thing as far as the show goes. But no, oh my gosh! I saw, so I saw a tweet. A tweet. Let me look up the tweet because this irked my soul. Where is it? Um, he said, "Black woman." He, his grammar is improper. Yes, I use improper grammar. But if you won't tweet and talk shit about black women, use proper grammar. Thank you. But he said, "Black woman, the most materialistic group of women I've met." If I'm being honest. And my friend quote tweeted it and put being a black woman of high maintenance, but being able to maintain yourself with the um, greater than than sign. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know, before I give my opinion and thoughts and feelings and facts on this, how do you feel about Um, that? (laughs) I just like I just cannot stand men like that in general like i just feel like black some black men really just hate black women like they just don't like black women being happy and enjoying the fruits of their labor and like why can every other race or you know ethnicity have their own standards and like materialistic things and like to be upkept a certain way and when we want to do that it's us being materialistic like i like to have my nails done. I like nice things. I work for everything. No one takes care of me. So, right. I just feel like he listens too much to City Girls, and I feel like a lot. And this is why I blame social media too sometimes, because I feel like sometimes, like people, especially black men, have the wrong perception of a lot of black women because they just see this one cut one mold type of guy like black woman and they apply that to all black women but i feel like that's ignorance because you're a black man you're around your family and you're around other black women that one cut that you see on media in media is not the only cookie cutter black woman that you've seen so you're just being ignorant and choosing to use that as a representation for black women overall like it's just not very realistic for me I mean, like, I'm materialistic because, again, like, I don't want to have, like... Dingy stuff? Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, like, that, I think it's just, like, it goes back to the fact that I think a lot of Black women are not allowed to have standards, like, and I think that's how the world views us, like, we were not allowed to have standards. <laughs> we have to accept whatever and be okay with it. Yeah, I think, yeah, we won't come back to that comment, actually. But I really just think that men like that are just very, just ignorant. Like, you're you're completely ignorant because you want to call somebody materialistic for liking Louis or Chanel or whatever luxury brands. When in reality, reality, if I give you 
a Rolex or a Kohl's watch, you picking the Rolex. So if you want to call me materialistic, you're just as materialistic, one. Two, you're not in my pockets and you're not buying stuff. So how do you know what I can and can't afford? Three, I feel like Black women are the least materialistic when it Mm -hmm. comes to women overall. Mm -hmm. Because if you really go into it, there's a lot of different ethnicities and races of women that find it necessary to have certain bags or keep up certain images. Mm-hmm. And I'll even go into like the Greenwiches or the Darians well, or the, some of the, the cultures in general, like <laughs> literally Eastern people do not like cheap shit. Yeah. You know, like and Jewish women, they wear exactly. wigs, God damn it. <laughs> there would be more, y'all be talking about the $300, $400. Nah, there would be more expensive. And that's not to bash any woman of any As they ethnicity should. They should have the nicest wigs if they have to wear them. Exactly. And the, the it, my issue is just that you want to target and go towards black women for this. When in reality, when you date other races, you're A-OK with spending the Why? money to get sis a Louis bag or a Chanel bag or like All they're entitled other stuff, to like, it and we're not and that's the that's just what i cannot stand it's like the just a sense like that we as black women do not have the autonomy to like what we like and not be penalized for it like right that right. is sad it is no and i think that also goes to show like kind of when like people say oh well why don't you date black men because a lot of you guys, I won't say all of you guys, not even a lot, but just the ones that be in your face are the ones that always have a little comment to make. Mm-hmm. Like, And I find that those men don't only have comments to make about Black women. They vocalize and will put those comments out like in social media or in public settings. But when they're dating a woman of another race, they always got something to say mm-hmm. in general. Like they'll be like, oh, yeah. why'd you wear your, like if they're dating somebody that's Hispanic or mixed race, why'd you wear your hair curly? Why is your hair not straight? Like I've seen men that are black that choose to date a certain race, but when they deviate from what the societal norm is of what a woman should look like within that race, it's an issue. And I'm like, you you hate yourself, bro. Like for real, for real. I think also it's like they hate themselves because- they're just projecting the fact that they probably don't have the ability to be quote unquote materialistic because maybe their pockets is not really really hitting for that. So really just say what happened. Like, were you talking to someone who had standards that were outside of your budget? And, Material girl. Right. <laughs> and are you just projecting now because you can't afford that and now oh well why it doesn't matter blah, 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 yada 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 yeah, no. but if you even if you listen to kevin samuels kevin samuels be telling those those men like you're broke you need to lose weight like you need to do this you need to do that so like <laughs> i do not support him but <laughs> i don't even listen to him but if he be saying that i i support for, that message because... i will say for as much as he tears down black women he definitely does a good share of black men too. And he hate himself. He just tearing down black people. Damn, really correct is. them in private. <laughs> do, do it in private. Don't yeah, do it in life. <laughs> he has like a whole serious, serious station or some shit. Like, but yeah, that's just very ghetto. That's mm-hmm. very sad to me. No, I can't. And I feel like when they find a woman, it's usually a woman that's willing to stay in relationships where they're not 
valued or like appreciated and struggle yeah. with like leaving those type of relationships. And I'm yeah. like, mm, sis, leave. Or sometimes I feel like they're just controlling. <sighs> that too. And they just don't like the fact that maybe they can't control you per se. Very true. Abuse takes many forms, guys. Yeah, Manipulation is, is high on that list of telltale signs. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. But no, I just see it. I think that whole argument, discussion just irks my soul because I'm like, why can why is it an issue when black women want to display or live in luxury? Like, why? Yeah. And like I think that's like something we do now more too. It's like, for instance, like I saw someone post somewhere on social media, like I live for like black girls now, just like posting like reels or instagrams of or just tiktoks of them like in luxury like yeah we should be promoting that shit more like everyone else does you look at your explore page and you see all sorts of different types of luxury and my thing is that don't get it twisted black women have always there's always been that group and that certain specific what's it called subgroup of black mm-hmm. women that have been in luxury and have lived in luxury mm-hmm. and have had no problem living in luxury they're not the ones that are on tiktok doing the tiktoks yeah. but i appreciate the ones that are on tiktok because they're saying like if you got it go ahead and spend it like yeah. if you're not going obviously if you're going above your means and you're using credit card maxing out credit cards don't do all that but if you got it and you want it go ahead spend it like you're allowed to gift yourself you're allowed to spend on yourself and they're showing that it's a norm amongst women other than celebrities yeah. or people that are rich or people that are born into silver spoon type of situations like if you have the money and you can spend it on yourself you can go ahead and spend it you should spend it if that's what you want get it yeah and i feel like luxury is like very subjective it can be like a literal luxury or like a metaphorical luxury like yeah it looks different for everyone so that's why i say like you cannot like there's just a misperception on what black women in luxury look like sometimes that means traveling sometimes that means being able to splurge on a personal trainer or buy whatever type of hair product they want or upkeep their hair however a they personal want. trainer ain't no damn luxury they be trying to kill you <laughs> <laughs> they be trying to kill you yeah you can't walk the next day but it is like it is subjective no. so I what just, would so what would your definition of luxury be like what what does luxury look like for you as of right now luxury for me is having the liberty to buy things that i really like for myself that are you know somewhat reasonable um i mean i'm not dropping four bands on something but <laughs> being able to buy something i really want for myself i think is luxury and being able to live live in somewhat of like financial stability where I can do have the luxury to do certain things as I please is my luxury. So yeah. What yeah. about yours? Um, I would say luxury for me is being able to splurge on things that I like or mm-hmm. want. Um and it's not necessarily always like luxury brands, like it's things yeah. that I like. So for example, Aldo. If you know me, you know I love Aldo. So it's walking into the store and going to Aldo and buying a bag of shoes I like and then going to Target and buying whatever the hell I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, Target Target is my luxury. And going to TJ Maxx <laughs> Marshalls, and Home Goods. And buying as many pairs no. of shoes 
Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like certain things, like things that what my mom would be like, well, why are you spending all my money on that? That she would consider that I do that are unnecessary and considered luxury are definitely monthly facials. I get my nails done mm-hmm. every three weeks. What else do I do? Yeah, facials, my nails. And then usually, I haven't been recently, but usually I'll go like either to DC or to New York or something for a weekend, mm-hmm. like every yeah, like a little month getaway. or two months. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think those would be considered my luxury. Yeah, then I would add like doing having the ability to go out to as I please. Like I don't know, for instance, like I feel like I do an activity once, twice a month at least. Yeah. Like trying something new or like doing something because I'm so tired of winter. <laughs> so I feel like I've really been going out of my way to find like more Different things. things. Yeah, because I just need that. And even though I'm not necessarily like going away, like being able to like go on vacation like I did and doing that is very important. Yeah. Oh. Food and eating out is definitely luxury for me because, baby, <laughs> when it comes to a meal, I'm going to buy it. I don't care how when much it, it is. To a meal. I don't care how much it is. We will get appetizers. I'm going to get me a main course. And, and then dessert. I'm going to get me a dessert. With a drink or two. With a couple drinky drinks. <laughs> <laughs> that right. mean that they say when, what you want call it, women going out to eat. Um, after work is like the highest bill or something. It's something like that. Like that's me. That that'll glad I can you can put that up. at the top of my list because yeah. <laughs> last year I checked. So if you have Chase Bank, they give you like a yearly. <laughs> and it just be crushing me every month when you look at your account. It's like this: how much money in, how much money out, how much money you spent on food. <laughs> nah, the money I spent on we not going to share with that because that was. That I mean, you wild. can get throw us a but, throw us a an estimate or like a uh, nah. <laughs> we not gonna do that. I don't need y'all coming for me saying, but I see you eat out too much, and I feel like it's not even that I eat out, but it's just the places that I choose. I definitely think I spend a lot of money in Starbucks. Uh, yeah, I think I'm definitely like last year. I would say probably like a good. I would say. Three hundred to four hundred dollars at least. Oh, that's not bad. I feel like that's a lot. <laughs> I'm <cost>. worse. <laughs> like five hundred dollars. And the sad part is that I don't even drink. I didn't even really drink coffee. It's the damn refreshers. Yeah, there's a refresher. And then especially, oh my gosh, if you guys have not tried the red velvet marble loaf cake, that's my favorite when it's like Valentine's mm. Day season, but it's always sold out. Especially if you up in Bridgeport. They don't never got nothing at that yeah. Starbucks, bro. I never had that red velvet, and I really am like a warm chocolate chip cookie kind of girl at Starbucks. I'm sorry. No, that red velvet, <laughs> that thing is really good. And they won't heat it up because it has icing on it, but if you find the right person to heat it up, it's really, really good. Look at us with all the Starbucks hacks. <laughs> <laughs> I need a black person to make like their version of Starbucks so I have to stop giving these white people my money. They have on Instagram black girls in Starbucks. Yeah, just like the black girls in Trader Joe's. It's like amazing because I got this drink called the Material Girl. I'm done. <laughs> and it was pretty much like the pink drink, but a little bit better. And I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I can't do those. I don't like milk. 
I don't know. It's, it's just coconut weird. milk. No. I just love coconut milk. If it's not the Haitian version of like Jipapaya Vaglet, which is papaya juice with milk, or mm-hmm. like passion fruit juice with milk, or limeade with milk. Yo, have you had GC Vaglet? Oh my gosh. Everybody thinks I'm a weirdo, but that thing is amazing. That's an interesting mix. It's so good. <laughs> it's amazing. But if it's not one of those, like if it's an American version, I'm like, nah, I'm good. I don't need fruit with milk. I won't just mess up my stomach. I'm not right. supposed to drink milk anyways. <laughs> right. But nah, that wraps us up, guys. Um, we can just head right into shameless plugs. You want to go first? Yeah, so my shameless plug is a company. <laughs> Let me get the name. Well, not the name, but the IG. Oh, their IG. Yeah. yeah. So this company is called Inform Sports. Um, their IG is informsports.tv. Um, they're a streaming platform. Um, a streaming platform and like a sports tech company that my boyfriend is a part of. And they do a lot of work with any athletes that are um needing films they work with teams um anything along those lines so if you know somebody who is interested and might benefit from their services definitely hit them up um at informsports.tv on instagram for all further information and i just think what's cool about their company is like that they're you know like a group of young black men about our age who are very passionate about sports and business and like really marrying the two and being able to all, you know, do a lot with their company. So I love that intersection. That is not just like, oh, we like sports, but we're also including business. Yeah. Yeah. Like they definitely provide, like they're growing their business and expanding it to legit, like, so many sports teams across the country. Um, they've worked with a lot of football camps and different athletes, rugby, etc., women's and men's. Um, so and lacrosse randomly. So I just think it's a very neat thing. I think we all have family members or friends who might be interested or involved in sports. So yeah, support your local black biz tech sports tech business. <laughs> Um, what's your uh, shameless plug? Um, well, y'all know I love me a good facial or a great wax specialist. So I have another esthetician and she is near and dear to my heart because I love her. Um, but it's Kay Cheyenne. She is located in Seymour, Connecticut. She's actually the first person that I ever got a facial from and she's the sweetest. But sis be booked and busy. <laughs> um, so if you're trying to book with her, you need to be on top of it. And don't go. Actually, general statement, and it's probably not even y'all that's listening to us, but I've heard like a lot of, not her specifically, but ge- in general, overall, people that like own businesses are like, I'm constantly getting DMs for these questions that I answer in my like highlights or right in that bio section. I'm like, bro, like reading is really fundamental, guys. So let's not overwhelm our black businesses dms with questions that are answered within the highlights or answered within their bio and not even just black businesses but businesses overall yeah, because yeah some of the research just 
look before some, some people be asking questions i'm like bro like <laughs> your comment this is in general i don't remember what i was on but i was on something i think it was like a luggage um a luggage site um it was based and they asked a question about like shipping to a certain country and they say right there the countries that they ship to outside of the u.s and i'm like bro like why are you going back to comment? It's not going to be an, you're not going to get an answer. Yeah. Um, and I will be faulting people that don't answer certain DMs. Cause I'm like, I say it enough and it's in my highlights. It's literally highlighted for a reason. Stop asking me those questions, but back to me, you know, shout out my girl, Keisha Ann. Um, she's really amazing. She does pretty kitties and she does vegetation. Um, that is a vegetation and she does facials, mm-hmm. um, but she's really amazing. A complete sweetheart. Um, and she'd be trying to block me from booking her, but she knows she'd never do that. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like she's one of the first estheticians that really in the area started offering those type of services. Yeah, she is. And she has really cute content on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah, and she does, um, what you call it? She'll do, what is it, like restaurant vlogging? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she'll do restaurant vlogging. Black girls vlog. and luxury. Yeah. My sister's a material girl. Sorry, guys. I'm knocking over things. <laughs> a material girl. Um, but yeah, she's really amazing, a great esthetician, and a very she makes the service extremely comfortable and tries to make you as comfortable as you can possibly be, like for a wax or mm-hmm. anything of that nature. Very extremely informative. Um, very professional. Yeah, extremely professional and just a sweetheart overall. So, you know, book her. I gave y'all three options for estheticians. So if you're not getting a facial, that's on you. Yeah. And our shameless plugs will be on our Instagrams under our shameless plugs. Um, Highlight. Highlight. Yeah. yeah. So you can always refer to those. But with that being said, guys, we'll catch you in our next episode. See ya. Bye.